First-time MP for Anana Efeso Collins of the Green Party in Aotearoa, New Zealand, is elated and humbled to make it into Parliament. For Anana says he has a fire in his belly, ready to hold national and act to account from the opposition benches. While he hasn't been sworn in, he told Lydia Lewis his family could not be prouder after a devastating loss in the Auckland mayoral race. Oh, a deeply satisfying, gratifying win for our family. I guess when people people will know that we stood for the Auckland mayoralty about this time last year and were very disappointed and gutted by the result that we received. And over the last year, we've been out of politics, out of public life. I've had a really good chance to reset and review what um, our continued values are and how we want to continue to serve the community, do a little bit of contract work and spend heaps of time with the family. So the win and being elected on the Green Party list is a huge uh, win for our community and many people will know that I've served in Auckland for many years and I think it's important that we continue to have a strong, bold, a speaker voice going into Parliament. So we're just, we're elated, we're humbled and we're just so honoured by the opportunity. Have you spoken with anyone um, in Samoa or Tokelau? Yeah, at this stage, only my family in Samoa at the moment. Uh, so Fanana is the uh, Matai chiefly title from Mum's Village, such uh, and such Waitia. And uh, our family back home were very quick to, to ring or to, to ring on Messenger because everyone's on Facebook in Samoa and just offer their congratulations, share their deep sense of pride for us. The name Efeso, I'm named after my mum's father, who was a Methodist church minister. And so you'll understand just how deeply full of pride many in the family are back home in the village. So, yeah, I've had lots of phone calls from our family back home. And tell me more about what that representation means for people. It means a huge amount. I've often said with young people that if you can't see it, you can't be it. And it doesn't matter whether it's in politics or in the sporting arena or owning a business. When our young people see someone who can model the behaviour and the attributes of what ongoing hope and aspiration is, then it's it's, uh, significant for them. And I think it's significant for our families back home because my parents, like many other parents, came from Samoa and Tokelau back in the 1960s. They arrived in New Zealand. Their dream was that their kids would go on. To, to enjoy this land of milk and honey. And, you know, my dad passed away about 15 years ago and it was always his dream that, you know, we'd own a house, that we'd go on to university. And those dreams are coming true. And now this is an extension of the dream where our advocacy goes now to the highest, I guess, uh, decision-making table in the land, which is Parliament Buildings in Wellington. Even my experience there last week, we went down there last week just to do an induction with Parliament. And I took a couple of selfies inside the debating chamber, sent it to my mum, uh, the photo, and you know, my cousin called me and said my mum couldn't stop crying at how deeply moved she was that her son was able to get to that place to speak for her. My mum was a cleaner at Middlemore Hospital for over 40 years and now her son will be speaking up for this community in this chamber. And so you all understand just how significant that is for our people. And why the Greens? You aligned yourself with Labour when running for mayor. What? Why the Greens? Oh, I, I was serious about hope and ambition for our people. When we came, uh, you know, when we were first involved in politics, the first memory I have of an election was mum and dad going into support in 1984, support David Longy when he was going for prime minister and, and won that year. But I think Pacific people have always been 
connected to the Labour Party, and for some time I served on Auckland Council as a Labour Party member. But when I read the values of the Green Party, their uh, policy platforms, in my view, it had greater ambition. It wanted to bring hope. You know, we want to see an end to poverty. We want to see everyone fully and adequately housed. And I wanted to work at speed. I didn't just want to tinker on the edges, which is what I believe we were doing previously. Are you disappointed that that platform now will be on the opposition benches? Yeah, I take, there's a part of me that takes real, uh, that contextualises it within what Waititi said when he said, you know, they've been in opposition, Māori Party have been in opposition for nearly 200 years. Yeah, whilst I am disappointed that we won't have the Treasury benches, what I think is always going to be foremost in our minds is our commitment to advocacy. And I think it's important to know, too, that a whole lot of advocacy and change came about when we had right-wing governments. When you look at people who stood up against the student marches, the nuclear-free New Zealand, a lot of that happened when we had right-wing governments. And whilst it would be better if we continued uh, a more progressive government, and I'm saddened by the fact that we will be in opposition, I'm not going to step back because we are. In fact, this should make us even fill us with greater fervour to ensure that the voices of the vulnerable and the oppressed are heard. And I'm I'm extremely anxious about uh, the possibility that there will be no Busweeka person in this government because the one person they have, uh, Angie Nicholas, may or may not come back after specials. And so we could have a government that has no Busweeka person in it at all. And that causes me huge concern. And so we're leaning now on those on the opposition benches to really stand up for Busweeka communities. Is there fire in your belly? Oh, you bet there is. And there has been for a long time. You know, I live in South Auckland. I've lived, I grew up in Ōtara. And I have seen the impact of neoliberalism impact on my community for way too long. And it's time to push back soon. So, yeah, I'm, I'm filled with an energy. I've been out of public life as well for a year now. I've had a chance to, to hang out with my daughters. I've got two young daughters. I dropped them to school. I picked them up. What did you learn from looking, that? What did you, what, yeah. How did that re-energise you? It, it reminded me of what was most important, that I'm going to, we as the adults in the room have to do everything possible to leave behind a planet that is going to survive and sustain the hopes and dreams of my daughters and their friends at school. You know, when you hear the kinds of things they're talking about in the playground, the things that they're thinking about for the future. You know, my daughter comes home all the time. She says, Dad, we've got to walk more. We can't use the car. It's good that we're catching the bus. These are serious issues for my 11-year-old and you know, my 3-year-old just enjoys what we're doing. But when they're talking about these things, how we're going to manage water, how we keep water fresh, how we don't waste water, these are the kinds of things that are important to my kids. And I know that their school friends find those things just important and we as the adults need to say look we've got to prepare the way so that when our children come to our age we haven't burned and warmed the planet so much that it's not going to survive and sustain them so those are the things that have really re-grounded me so that I come to parliament with a I guess with a, a greater sense of purpose and passion to stand up for our community. 